Dear Diary, about 10 months ago, I had this crazy idea to start interviewing mascots. This week, it's highlights from episodes 1 through 10, with a few bloopers. Take a listen. Heaven forbid a head rolls off or, or something even crazier than that. Oh, yeah. So nothing like that happened to you? I mean, <laughs> the head stood on, no. you didn't fall down any stairs? <laughs> Nothing, nothing like that. I did have to deal with uh, one group of children who were just really intent on pulling off Ness's tail. Oh, um, yeah. I couldn't figure out why, and I couldn't tell them to stop, and I kept pleading like non-verbally with the mother <laughs> to try to get her to control the kids. She's like, oh, it's cute. They're playing with Ness. And I'm like, no, they're trying to rip my costume in half. Yeah. Um, I ended up at some point almost backed into a corner kind of holding the tail, hoping that um, they didn't destroy the costume that I obviously didn't own, just doing my best to kind of survive that. And then if I later in the evening would walk by and, and not notice to protect myself, I'd get a nice tug. But fortunately, they didn't they didn't get to rip anything off. Yeah, that's one thing I really want to ask, like if I if I can get anywhere, if I do get anywhere interviews. I, I made a weird mistake in college one time. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing. So I was at an appearance and I fell into a mud puddle. And I just gotten there, uh, and and so I went back into the room I was getting ready in, and like I like my hands were just covered in mud, and so I washed them like in the sink, and then I realized, oh no, my hands are going to be like soaking wet, and for some reason it made sense to me to put them in the microwave to dry them, just like the mic, like I was like I was trying to get back out there quickly, and I'm like, oh yeah, heat, yeah, heat, heat'll fix it, and so I put them in the microwave, and so they came out, and they were just like on the verge of boiling and oh my gosh <laughs> it was it was it wasn't it wasn't a wasn't my finest moment but <laughs> I'm, I'm here today with with non-burned hands so we're we're okay <laughs> so no microwaving yeah yeah so kids out there don't don't microwave your uh, mascot hands it doesn't doesn't dry them okay so my first time my first game ever in high school it was against our rival team and they're from a little little hick town down the road <laughs> Shout out to all the listeners in Sparta, Tennessee. Anyway, so the, yeah, so I, I was, I walked out for the first time uh, and this little tiny kid comes up to me and he starts, I was out honestly about 15 minutes or so and he starts like saying something to me and then he just like pulls his hand back and punches me directly in the nose. And that, that head was super like, close to your face. Oh and man. My, my actual nose just shattered two black eyes. So I broke my nose first time. Uh, performing at a, at a game so that's that's fun right wow um but probably the most probably one of the funnier stories we were at an appearance in college uh and wait, it was like wait a, i have a, to go back like, <laughs> like did i mean how did, did I, you did handle I that? Over that too quickly <laughs> well yeah because i mean were you bleeding i mean like, no how did I, you... I didn't know until like until i got out went oh. home my nose was i mean i i knew my nose was hurting i just didn't know that it was broken so you just kept going like nothing like happened like oh this kid hit me in the oh, face yeah. and like oh my gosh yeah. I mean the, the game had just started I had to had to do the game <laughs> oh wow okay <laughs> next story <laughs> I just need clarification oh yeah yeah uh, so at one point I almost got hit by a zamboni oh my gosh uh, that little conversation afterwards with my boss was not a fun one oh man we were at 
a local ski resort on a ski lift, like just going up to the top of the mountain to say hi to everybody. Cause it's always a good picture to get the mascot on the ski lift. Uh huh. <laughs> and that seems so-, so we went up that we, we got up and it's, it's a good about 15 minutes, maybe 20 each way. Uh huh. And so, but we got about halfway and it just opens up and starts pouring. Oh man. So I'm sitting there with my boss. He's just getting drenched. I'm just uh, sitting there. I'm like, I can tell it's raining. I can't feel it yet. Oh, yeah, dude. But we sat. So we it just kept pouring. So we went all the way up, all the way down. And then we got off. And he's like, quick run, because we had a box truck there, which uh-huh. is where we were storing our uh, inflatable hockey, like, shoot-up booth. Yeah. And so we were running down the hill to get to the truck. And I slipped and fell in the mud and just <gasps> kind of went down the hill in it. Oh my gosh! So you—it wasn't, a, it wasn't a large hill. It was like only a couple feet, but just the notion that I was already soaked and then just got covered in mud. Oh man! And then you had to clean it up, or what? No, he cleaned it. Oh man! <laughs> Wait, did you go back out? Like, did you need to like? Oh no, I was. We were done after that. Oh okay. It, uh, it had to dry for like two days. Oh wow! That definitely that sucks. Oh man! So yeah. Hello? Nope, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. Like, you went quiet, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, do you make your own costume, or? or- uh, I w- so, the first year I did it, I did. I bought a cape online, then I made him a mask. I was trying to make him a superhero, <laughs> and everyone thought I was Zorro, so I ran <laughs> with it and said I was Zorro. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I like to pretend so I'm crafty. Um, uh, um, yeah. Um, 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 okay. Um, For, it wasn't until I think the last game last year that they even, somebody figured out that it was a girl in the suit. Well, how did that go? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just one of the players kind of went, oh my God, it's a girl. <laughs> yeah, but I even, I even, they kind of know who I am, but I show up not in anything remotely identifying myself as the mascot. I don't have any part of the costume on. I go and I change. I come out with the full head on. You never see me only half dressed other than the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders might see me that way. Um, but the football players don't see me that way. I don't, we even have one of our charity sponsors doesn't see ever see me, you know, half dressed. So we, we, the appearance of nobody knows who Chewie is. We try to keep that up. So, 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 so when you're out there in the rain, I just, I never thought about that. I mean, <laughs> you don't, do you put on a poncho or anything or you just like, you just, you know, get soaked out there? Cause that makes the costume even heavier. It does. So, uh, <sighs> for me, I just kind of, well, there was, I just kind of suck it up and go with it. Unless it gets to be a torrential downpour, then I'm usually, they're usually say, okay, we're scratching all of our promotions today. You can go ahead and get out and leave. But we had a football game this past season. I think it was week three. Yeah, it might have been week three. We had started the game. We had done national anthem. We were getting ready to kick off. And they decide to delay the game. Well, it's already been raining for two hours, and I've been in the suit for three because it's the first football game of the season. Um, the rain pretty much, we knew it was coming, but it just showed up so before the game, everyone was out tailgating. It was bright and sunny and gorgeous day. And so I was really sweating, sweating a lot. As soon as they hit that national anthem, I look up and I, you can just see black clouds. What? Right, 
over top. And I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so they delayed the game. It ended up taking, it was a two-hour delay that I did not get out of the suit for, which I could have. But instead, I walked around our field house because that's where all the fans were. I walked around the field house, took pictures, and just kind of hung out with the fans. We got back to the game. The thunder and lightning had stopped, but it was still raining. Just a slight drizzle. About the second second or third quarter, though, the rain picked up. It started our sidelines. We have those like promotional signs that are the pads that are triangles folded. Mm-hmm. And it basically moved all of them, the wind, 10 yards, 10 to 15 yards down the field. What? Oh, my and gosh. It rained so hard that you could not see from one end of the field to the other. Wow. And I just kind of stood there and I'm like, well, all right, I guess I'm going to get wet today. <laughs> so I was I was soaked. It was super heavy. I was ready for the game to be over. It went four overtimes. Oh, my gosh. So that total day I was in in the mascot suit for. I think it was eight hours. Oh, my gosh. And that goes back to one of those things being prepared for. I was not prepared. Um, I had I didn't I had hadn't taken anything to eat like a protein bar or anything like that, because I'm thinking it's going to be a quick game. We're going to be in. We're going to be out. It's over. I wasn't expecting the rain delay. I wasn't expecting the overtimes. I was on my last bottle of water. And yeah, you got to steal food from people. (laughs) I heard mascots are really good at that. So you got to you got to learn that little trick when you're like, I don't have anything to eat. I'm just going to steal these nachos. Yeah, (laughs) I'll just take a few here and take a few there. One year we were playing for our conference championship and my dad had bought a ticket to the game and I had been. I was able to travel with like our alumni and boosters and I went up with the suit and changed and got to mascot the football game. It was, it had been a very long time since our team had even come close to winning a championship. So it was a really big deal for us. I had called my dad and I said, Hey, where are you sitting? I have to come up. We have to get a picture because this is a big deal and not like I can get out of the suit and come up, but I'm going to come up in the suit and let's get a picture. And so he told me where we're sitting, and lo and behold, he sat at the very end of the opposing team section. So I walk up, and I'm like, I kind of look, and I see him, and I say to myself, I'm like, I think I can do this. I can get up there, and it's right on the end. I'll get in, get out, get the picture, no big deal. So I walked up to the section, walked up to where my dad was sitting. Luckily, he was sitting at the very back end towards where like you walked down towards the field to get to your seats so he was in the very last row and um all that was behind him were people standing at like the rails having a beer and stuff like that so i went to go walk down because i could see my dad from where i was standing i went to go walk down to get a picture and this guy kind of puts his arm out in front of me and he's like hey what are you you doing you can't go down there you're in the wrong section buddy and I can't talk. So I'm kind of yeah. like, I kind of point to my shirt. I point to my dad because he's got yellow on and the guy just won't quit. So I kind of like slide under his arm, slide away from his arm. Well, he ends up hitting the back of the helmet. Oh, man. Do- doesn't topple me forward, but it kind of knocks me off balance. 
and it, it's loud. It makes a loud noise. So everyone turns around and looks. And this guy is drunk. Luckily, there's a cop right there. And so the cop doesn't force me out of the section. He goes to the guy. He says, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, come on. You can't be here. Cop's like, dude, chill out. It's the mascot. He's taking a picture with the fan. Relax. And so I get down there and take a picture with my dad. And then as I'm taking this picture, another fan starts walking up the section and pretty much shoulder checks me while I'm standing in the aisle taking a picture with my dad. And he's like, oh, you're in the wrong section, buddy. And I can't say anything. I'm like, all right, whatever. Let me get this picture and get out of here. And so I end up I'm I'm mad, but I'm not going to do anything. So I just get up and I walk away. Come to find out after the game, when I talked to my dad, that the cop that had told the guy to stop, talked to my dad and my dad was like, oh, yeah, that was my son in this suit. He wanted to get a picture. And the cop was like, oh, that's really cool. And I was like, that was really nice of him to come over and get a picture with you. And he's like, don't worry if anything happens, I'll get this guy out of here. So my dad basically had a bodyguard for the rest of the game. Oh, that's sweet. In addition to that, all of the fans around him from the opposing team were like, wait. Your guy's mascot was over here. Oh, I would have gotten a picture with him. Why did he leave? I would have gotten a picture. Then when the game was over and my dad was leaving, apparently this drunk fan was still kind of causing a ruckus and trying to be intimidating and kind of yelling obscenities towards my dad because he was wearing our team's colors. These two former football players for the opposing team walk up to my dad and say, don't worry, we got this. Oh, man. And walked up and basically started not sh- – they didn't do anything physical. They just kind of stood next to the guy, and they were like, hey, relax. Come on. You're giving us a bad rep. And basically, they just started shouting at this guy. And my dad got out of there unscathed. And that was that was the biggest experience. And now it's one of my most hated teams, and I absolutely <laughs> hate <them>. Yeah, that Yeah, <laughs> that'll start a rivalry for sure. Yeah. So no messing with the rival team. That's like my favorite. <laughs> I've done a little bit of that here and there. Not so much as far as a skit goes, though. Um, but it's more just, you know, pregame stuff where the fans of the opposite team come up and want photos of the character. Then, you know, once in a while I mess with them in that way, like trying to cover up the logo and their shirt or hat or take the hat and act like I'm going to throw it away or something <laughs> like that. Um, the one the one time I actually did kind of mess with them in a weird kind of way Um this this one particular team, the costume that I wear for this team, the hands get really, really soaked with sweat, unfortunately, uh, throughout the course of a game. And so by the end of the game, I'm doing more fist bumps than high fives because my hands are so wet. And after one of these games wrapped up, I was supposed to go to the opposite end of the field. And there's some fans down there who wanted a picture with the mascot. So head down that way with the handler. And we're passing by the area where the opposing team's fans were kind of, you know, in one central space. And this one guy reached out and said, Hey, come on over here. Give me a high five or something like that. So I very gladly gave him a nice, wet, juicy high five with my <laughs> character. And, uh, and he was, Oh, your hands are all wet. Gross. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, that's what you get. So have some fun with that. Yeah. And that's actually one of the things, that kind of thing, when you see a kid that is initially maybe even scared of the mascot, that's, in depending on things, and I, and I try and read each kid as best I can, especially younger kids, before I get too close because I know some just freak out at the slightest thing. But 
if I see there's a possibility that the kid could open up and have fun, even though they're initially shying away from the character, I do try and very gently in a very controlled kind of way, try to push it a little bit and try to amp up the silliness a bit more, get them to laugh and smile and realize this character is just goofy and trying to have a good time and trying to help you have a good time. And that's one of the best things is when some kid is initially shying away, possibly, you know, noticeably afraid and something I can do loosens them up and helps to break that barrier of fear away. And, you know, the next thing you know, they're dancing with me and having a good time and smiling and hugging and it's just a blast. That's, you know, one of the best things about this kind of job is to, you know, help that turnaround happen. And then you hope that later on, with later characters they encounter, they will be less afraid of them as well and continue to have a good time and just enjoy the experience. Like, 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 um, like, like, like. This episode of Mascot Diaries is brought to you by Engineered to Entertain. From mascot championship rings to popcorn guns and giant mascot cell phones, Engineered to Entertain. I guess probably one of my coolest stories um, if you're aware of Travis Pastrana, pa- Travis Pastrana, uh, the motocross rider, and he, he's part of Nitro Circus on MTV. He was promoting something in my city and I got a phone call early one morning and they said, Hey, can you do a photo shoot with these people from Nitro Circus? Like, you know, my boss had no idea who they really were <laughs> and I was big fans of the show and they go, they're trying to promote their gig that they're doing here at the, at our arena, you know, and they want to do a, a photo shoot with the mascot. And I'm like, <laughs> count me in. And, you know, I, I thought it would be like a really extravagant thing. Like, you know, he would have, I, I've done a couple of things with celebrities where, um, you know, they have their, their people there, their, their, I don't want to say handlers. I'm trying to think, you know, their, their manager and their, their posse. So like, yeah, I'm doing a photo shoot with them, but I, don't, I can't get really close. I can't spend quality time with them or become friendly with them, uh, especially like with players. But when I got here is like eight o'clock in the morning. Um, and I do this photo shoot. It's literally just me, Travis Pastrana, Eric Rohner, who's one of his skiers from the show, uh, and a photographer. And I'm like, this is awesome. So wow. uh, we just hung out all morning and then they actually got snowed in and uh, we shot some hoops and, you know, just ate donuts and talked about mascot stuff for like three hours. So that was a cool highlight. That's awesome. So like he like he knows like who's in the suit and stuff. Yeah, at that point, you know, and one of the things, so I think a lot of people can agree upon this. A lot of people are different on like when they talk in suit and when not to talk. And like, I'm one of those sticklers that I, even around people who know who I am, I try my best not to talk. Like if you're doing a photo shoot and they're you know doing something weird or you have a, a brilliant idea and you're just having trouble pantomiming it, uh-huh. uh, finally, finally you just break character and go, okay, I'm going I'm to cut the shit. Uh, this is what we need to do. <laughs> so. Uh, in that instance, when I finally broke character was I was trying to get, I had a giant tricycle and the, the, the nitro circus always does backflips on tricycles. <laughs> um, and I had it in our storage room and they just weren't getting like, I was telling my, one of my friends, my handler was there. I was like, you know, I was trying to pantomime, go get my tricycle. Go get, and they, they wouldn't, they didn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> so finally I popped my head off. And I'm like, go get my tricycle. <laughs> and they're like, why? You know, they had no idea what I was talking about. And they go, why do we want a tricycle? And Travis Pastrana looks at her, and there's an older lady who's my handler, and he goes, oh, we love tricycles. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was uh, probably my favorite photo was 
me riding a tricycle and Travis Pastrana standing on the back of it. But how did she so not get... at that point, <laughs> what's that? How did she not get tricycle? I don't know. I feel like that's pretty, you know, you know, you, sc- you squat down a little bit, you put your hands out, move your feet a little bit. And- you would think that like being a mascot handler, anybody can do, but it in itself is a skill because there are some people I get that they are the world's best interpreters. And I, all I have to do is the simplest gesture and they know exactly what I want. It's not because it's not because I they they know me. It's because they're maybe just really good at charades. <laughs> like, um, so, but then other people they just don't get it. And um, you know, you're drawing a heart in the air, and they're they like for some reason can't grasp that you're telling a girl that you love them. You know, <laughs> so oh, man. you just it, it's it, it's a skill in itself to be a mascot and a mascot handler. Yeah. But what about those crazy adults? Do you have those certain people? I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Like adults that are just set on trying to find out who you are. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, I love crazy adults. <laughs> crazy drunk adults are my favorite. <laughs> just because I can get away with some of the most inappropriate funnest behavior, you know, as long as I can see there's no cameras around and just, you know, I, I don't cross a line. There's a line, but I, I tightrope walk it. <laughs> um between what's what I should do and what I should. Um, but yeah, there's, there's adults that like were, especially when I do events uh, like at their offices or at their place of work, or if it's a smaller event, you kind of get uh, people hang out outside your locker room or wherever, you, you know, more often than not, you're the conference room you're changing in uh, just to see who you are. And more often than not, I can sneak away. Uh, but then sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and walk out and I'm like, Oh God, were you so-and-so? And you're dripping in sweat and you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then you just walk right past them. <laughs> yeah. But they're not stupid. They know who you were, but I don't like to directly acknowledge. I know there was a few difficulties that, you know, we'll edit out. But, but thanks for being on the there's show. There's a lot of editing. <laughs> if you guys are listening to this and, you know, don't realize there's a lot of editing. <laughs> but yes, on the last game of my second season, I showed up to Dorton Arena and they kept Cappy's outfit and head down in a little lower level locker room that they called Cappy's Lair or Cap- Cappy's Den. And so I went down there to change, and the suit was there, but the head was missing. What? And this was the last game of the season that I think the Caps had come off of a road streak and uh, had been eliminated from playoff contention. And so, um, you know, this was going to be my last job for the year. And so I'm very curious about the head and i go over and ask my boss or some of the equipment managers or whatever that usually cleaned the outfit uh if they knew anything about it and nobody knew where the head was so uh my boss who was like the director of marketing or whatever for the team he went and dug out the head from two years ago prior to my employment and we used the retro head and uh my normal bodysuit, but the old head oh my and gosh so that was a little awkward because it didn't fit quite the same way, but that's how we got through that last game. And that was my last time mascotting for that particular outfit. So recently I found, I have a friend here locally and, you know, we keep up with each other on Facebook and he told me that he thinks he knows where the head is. Now this is a 20 year old mystery in my opinion, whatever happened to that thing. I always thought somebody just went down there and stole it. And, um, he has confirmed that I believe and I'd like to see the head just to confirm it in person myself. But he's told me that the guy who was driving the Zamboni at that time for our team 
went down there and actually still has that head. So, because he was just like the super fan or wanted some, like, oh my god, yeah. I mean, who knows what his motivation was for doing that, but I again, I just find it funny. Uh, it's something that I was involved with all that time ago, and that happened, and I never knew where it went. And for that to now, because of like you were saying earlier, because of social media now. I'm able to get an answer about that, perhaps, and I'll let you know if I ever actually do see it myself. I'll take a picture. You're the life of the party when you're the mascot. So, I mean, you're having a good time with everybody. And I do remember very frequently people offering to buy Cappy a beer. And uh, (laughs) one time I actually went into the bathroom stall. I was underage, by the way. And... um, but anyway, took the head off in the bathroom stall, chugged the beer, and then walked back out. And the whole men's room was like, yeah, Cappy! <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> we do things such as Sweetheart of the Game, where we hand out flowers to a woman in the crowd. Fan of the Game, which we hand out like a little cake to a fan in the crowd. There's Jets Pizza, where we hand out pizza. And then every time our hockey team scores... Our mascot has um, a snow sled that he slides down the very top of the arena, the very top steps, all the way down to the bottom in between our band and our student section. So the band will, <laughs> yeah, our band will yell sled, 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 and then they'll count one, two, three, four, and they do like a little horn riff, and I'll I'll slide all the way down, all the way to the glass on my sled, and sometimes it's painful, or sometimes. I get stuck or kind of have some sort of blooper, but... Do you have any, like, crazy fans, like, Fanax? I know you said there was some kids that, you know, were clinging on to you, but um, (laughs) any crazy fans that you're like, oh, there's that guy again or that girl again? Oh, yeah, there's one girl that I don't know why or how, but she's pretty much at every sporting event, and she's always intoxicated, and she loves (laughs) our mascot. She... (laughs) She loves to hug him and kiss him and kind of grope on him a little bit. And she usually will follow me around and grab me and I'll I'll take a million pictures with her. And she just doesn't ever stop. And like she'll yell at her friends like, oh, my God, there he is. And she'll, you know, cat call at me and say inappropriate things. So I just I take a picture with her and I kind of, you know, mess with her for a minute. And then I know to just move on because one, she'll find me again, and two, the longer I stay, the worse it gets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you think, like, years later, I don't know, maybe you find her on Facebook and you're not the mascot anymore, <laughs> you'll be like, hey, remember me? I know. <laughs> like I was the and I'll see her when I'm myself, and I just kind of, like, shake my head and laugh because, obviously, she just looks right past me. She has no idea who I am. Or she came into my work a couple weeks ago, and I just, and, like, <laughs> it just is funny to me. Because I always see her just so drunk and obviously loves to mess with our mascot (laughs) for whatever reason. And you said that you could probably name like the bad things that have happened like like on one hand. Do you mind sharing one of just one story? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got a couple. Um, The one that comes to mind immediately was um, probably during the 2009 season back with the Razor Sharks. And and this this one particular incident probably contributed to my arthritis big time, and uh, um, it was towards the end of that season, and there was one section of fans who was at every game. They were always really rowdy, really excited, 
And I mean, they're good guys. Don't get me wrong. But uh, they, at the games, they would just kind of get a out of control. So I avoided them for most of the season. And on this particular game, I decided, oh, you know, why not? It's the end of the night. Better go see them. So I go over there, and we start jumping around, jumping around. And next thing you know, I feel my feet leave the ground, and I'm being lifted up. And I'm going over their heads, and uh, I'm crowd surfing. And it was, it was a new experience. I've never had that happen. And I'm like, this is actually kind of fun. Until someone dropped me and I landed on my head. The mascot head fell off. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt a lot. So I quickly put the head back on and just made a dash to the dressing room. You know, because I... <laughs> that was excruciating. And by the next game, I, you know, I was so stiff and sore. You know, the, the team masseuses had to work on me. They're just like, Finley, what happened to you? And I told them the story, and they're like, oh, my God, okay, get in here, sit on the chair, we got to get these kinks out. <laughs> so that wasn't a whole lot of fun. And I didn't stay with them for that much longer after that, just because my joints were awful. <laughs> oh. But um, I'll never forget that particular experience for sure. It was my first time crowd surfing, and hopefully the last time crowd surfing. Wow. In your eyes, to you, what would make Mascot Diaries a success? It's already a success. Oh, is it? <laughs> because... it hasn't even launched yet. Low expectations, I guess. Dude, this was my project. This was something that I wanted to do for me. So I'm not going to lie. When I, Dude, I was at it for three months mm -hmm. and I only had two interviews and I was so sad. And I was I was DMing and emailing and instant... Uh, not, uh, messaging whatever like you're reaching uh, out to people social media yeah all over but place. like yeah a ton of people like weekly like at least three to four people or mascots weekly and nothing right and then so finally like i told you i started picking up during the holiday season when i hit my goal of five right i didn't even think i was gonna get to five man and so yeah when i reached that goal and i don't know and i i started editing and stuff And it wasn't as bad as I remember <laughs> with all the like me, like and my anxiety and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Like I was happy. Like I'm happy with it. I'm I'm happy I'm going to release even like this mini series or whatever. And I hope it continues. Like I hope I maybe even get to 10 or even a second season. But I honestly, I don't care what people think. <laughs> you can give me like feedback, negative feedback. I don't care. Like this is what I wanted to do and I did it. So that that was like the main like part of it. This is something that I want to do. Like I'm going to do this podcast all by myself. I'm going to edit it. Oh, like, wait, all by yourself? Well, I have my I producer. I thought you had a producer. Uh, yes, but I'm doing most of the work. Okay. <laughs> like shut up. <laughs> well, I'm just doing the interview, ma'am. I'm sorry. You came to me. Okay. You said, hey, can you give me the LPP bump? <laughs> The, the famed LPP bump. I'm trying to give it to you, girl. <laughs> Afterward, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, so you said, according to you, the podcast is already a success. That being the case, do you have any other goals for the show? I mean, maybe not goals, but just, I don't know, just things that you're like, that you hope to do with the show, I guess. I just hope that it keeps going, I guess. I want a season two or I don't know, maybe the episodes will keep, you know, the people will keep contacting me. The mascots will keep contacting me. 
and I, I won't break for a while. Maybe I'll get to episode 30 with no break. You know what I mean? Oh, nice. So that'd be cool. And that was it for my best of volume one. It's crazy to listen back to all those stories. Like I said, I've said this before, those first few episodes were really rough. I, but I think I finally got over my anxiety and a lot of editing goes into this. I wanted it to be raw and I still think it is. I wanted it to be natural conversation, but at the same time, I am probably the worst person to be doing interviews <laughs> and to have a podcast, but or a podcast like this. Uh, yeah, I apologize, you guys. I'm horrible. Yeah, I just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who was in those first 10 episodes. So that was Jason Anonymous. You know who you are. <laughs> no one has figured that out yet. Like who number two was not that I know of. Uh, so I, I think that was that was kind of the test run that we were going for. It was like we weren't going to give too many hints. Shout out to Jake the Lion, Chewy, Anonymous College <laughs> mascot, University mascot. That is a very popular episode. A lot of people liked that when I was first starting out. I, I don't know, number five, you're really popular. It's in the reviews. I mean, <laughs> thank you to Justin. Thank you to Jacob of Engineered to Entertain. I made that little promo. That's me on guitar. I'm very proud of that promo. And thank you to Rudy for uh, putting the vocals on that. <laughs> thank you to Carol. I liked Carol's episode. I'm going to be honest. That's That one has the least amount of downloads along with episode number one. But I thought those were some funny stories in there. Thank you to Carol for giving me that interview. Thank you to female university mascot. If you have been listening to the episodes, I kind of give away who that was. She had her unveiling and she received a golden bone and everything. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> what that the golden bone story will be in the next best of best of volume two. And thank you to Nick for that last story. That was brutal. That was the first mascot head falling off story. So that was oh, that was crazy. And I just put a little snippet to a mock interview that I did. That was a mock interview <laughs> between me and my co-hosts of the other podcast that, that I'm on. And it's just crazy to listen back to that interview and think I, I didn't even, even think I was going to make it to five, let alone 10. And now I'm hoping I can get to 30. I have 30 scheduled, but I'm not counting my chickens before they counting my eggs, chickens before they hatch. I don't know. How does that saying go? <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of the listeners. Thank you. If you've given me feedback at any point. Thank you if you are on the show. It's cool to have a best of, and I hope to put out at least two more. I just want to talk a little bit about mascots. I went to go see a mascot. <laughs> I basically went back to work. It was like two miles outside of work to meet a mascot, take some pictures and take a few videos. I haven't posted them yet. I'm going to post the pictures soon. I want to do some editing to the videos. Still debating whether I'm going to post. We did like a little like mock 60 second interview. It was like so dumb <laughs> on my part, <laughs> but um, I really appreciate the mascot just working with me. Honestly, I wish I could get an interview with him, but I think we have to wait a couple of years until he turns 18. But yeah, those those videos and pictures coming soon. Really cool kid. I, I wish him the best of luck. Yeah. And that character was pretty funny looking. Yeah. I've been tweeting out a few videos that he had posted and <laughs> from the carnival that he did. So that's Chester the Wolf. You could check him out. Follow him. I'm hoping to get to Cosmo's birthday this Saturday. I'll probably go empty handed. I don't know. I feel like I really wanted to make Cosmo something, but 
I, I've already made him everything. I don't know what else to make him. He got a luchador mask. He got a propeller hat. He got a taco chain. So I might just go and just enjoy the mascot birthday events that he has. I don't know what he's even going to have, but we'll see. Details coming soon on Twitter. Follow Cosmo. He's my favorite. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, it's funny because some of you guys have asked and I'm like, I don't know. I just make the props <laughs> and, and I and send them to an address. <laughs> But um, I don't actually know who that dude is or or woman. I don't know. Still haven't figured it out. <laughs> and and then the week after that, that's Thunder's birthday from the Lake Elsinore storm. Can't wait to see him again. I got I got a little something. Oh, dad, I got to make that. <laughs> Seriously, it's like one more week of teaching and then I could do everything. I can edit videos. I can be in the garage spray painting stuff. So yeah, hopefully I get Thunder's gift all ready. After that, I'm hoping to make it out to see Bernie from the six is it the 66ers I don't even know baseball's not my thing but uh <laughs> yeah they're local but it's I have dogs you guys and it's fireworks season right now and I can't leave them alone so I gotta work something out and hopefully I can get to Bernie's birthday for sure I'm going to Thunders I already have that arranged on Cosmo's birthday party and then it's Bernie. oh these are all birthday parties like mascot birthday parties that's why I'm going um so yeah we'll see how that goes I'll keep you updated on that I just like to take videos and post it like I'm hoping that that'll bring in uh more content for my Instagram I don't know <laughs> it's hard on Instagram because I don't want to repost anyone else's stuff I think that's redundant and dumb so I just try and post pictures <laughs> the pictures that i've taken but it's like only so many pictures i can post of bailey and cosmo uh so sorry about that yeah i think that's it wish me luck getting to 30 as always thank you so much for listening and take care